as my own life was changed, renewed, as in my own heart peace flooded like a river, when my soul came to rest, I had room for other people. Welcome to Connections with Rich and Bobby. Hi, this is Rich, Rich Homeris. And I'm Bobby, Bobby Hamlin. Now we're continuing our visit with Johan Schep, a Dutchman from Holland who found himself living in a little hut in the desert in Israel. There, alone in his hut, he told of discovering a small Bible that his mother had planted in his backpack. He started reading it, and it became more than just words. It was as though he had found a wellspring of fresh water to quench his thirsty soul. He said in that desert, he made one decision. I started to follow the right boss, Jesus. Now, where did your new boss take you from there? Did you continue to travel or did you change your whole way of life? Well, you see what is so beautiful, what I discovered, Jesus loves me as I am. He gives me the desires of my heart. Until today, I'm still traveling, but I'm traveling with a purpose. Where the Lord Jesus took me, right where I was, he showed me people. I started to look at people differently with backpacks full of sin. I had received the answer. You see, when you know that Jesus lives in your heart, you know more than 99% of the people you meet. So I was starting to share with them about my best friend. I didn't know the difference between a Jew, an Arab, or, or whatever. I just knew people are separated from God. And God came. It was love that drove him to the earth, love that drove him to the cross. And you see, when people speak about suffering, well, God had one son. And that one son suffered so much that he not only went to the cross, but he carried the sin of the whole wide world upon his shoulders. And we people need to see the cross, what he did for us, and that on that cross there is salvation for everyone as they receive him on his terms. And as my own life was changed, renewed, as in my own heart, peace flooded like a river. When my soul came to rest, I had room for other people. Before that, my whole world was centered about me, I, and myself. But because my case was settled, I had place in my heart for others. And by God's guidance, Bibles came on my way, and I started to give out God's word. Because you see, as I was dealing with many different languages, I knew that, you see, as my ideas had changed into convictions, I didn't want to make a mistake. I didn't want to make a mistake about what I was doing. And I knew the Bible is inspired by God. God doesn't make mistakes. There's one thing that God cannot do. He cannot make mistakes. So on that, I put my trust. The second thing was, the spirit of prophecy is the testimony of Jesus. The whole wide Bible, with their 66 book, have actually one topic. It's the testimony of Jesus. And every prophecy and every adventure and every story leads to Jesus. If it speaks about the way, the truth and the life, it's a person. 
And when you read the Old Testament story, they all were pictures fulfilled in the Lord Jesus Christ. And so that's why I allowed the Bible to do its work in people's hearts. And so my main goal was allow people to read the Bible or read it for them and give away the Bible because I had come to faith in the Lord Jesus Christ through the reading of the scriptures. And so for me, the scriptures were the ones that I knew needed to be spread into this world. And for eight years I lived in the desert amongst very nomadic people, the Bedouins. And there is one saying I learned from the Bedouins. One thing is worse than murder. It's when you know where the water is and you don't share it with somebody who passes by. I tell you, in the middle of the summer, six hours without water, you're dead. How much more we who have the living water living within us, we owe Jesus to this world. If people like me or hate me, it doesn't really matter. One thing is important. Woe unto me if I don't preach the gospel. I have a responsibility for my fellow man. Now it seems like uh, witnessing in Israel would be difficult in one sense because they've had the Bible there and uh, there's so much history there and they've heard about Jesus. In fact, that's where he walked and worked. And so how do you go about witnessing to people who can say, I know it all? Well, I, I challenge them, you see, a few simple questions. What happens with you when you die? Why should God allow you into his heavens? I ask people many questions. See, Jewish, the way to witness to Jewish people is asking questions. Mm -hmm. uh, I ask them questions about uh, why did God give these Romans the power to destroy the temple? Where are the sacrifices? All these questions. Then I ask them to have an open heart and read for themselves their own Tanakh, their own Bible. For example, Isaiah 53. You see, the rabbis have forbidden Isaiah 53 to be read in the synagogue. And when a Jew openly reads Isaiah 53, he reads that the Lamb became a person. And when you then slowly take them to the New Testament, and you see John the Baptist pointing to that person saying, Behold the Lamb of God, which takes away the sin of the world. You look at the testimony of John the Baptist, long after he lived his life, people still came to faith in Jesus, because everything he said about that person was true. He never did a miracle, but everything he said about Jesus was true, and many believed in him. Now, John the Baptist was a Jew, and he pointed to that lamb, he says, that's the lamb. Because you see, the question today is, as it was in the Old Testament, where is the lamb? Where is the lamb? The question of Isaac. I found the lamb in Yeshua HaMashiach. There is no other lamb that took the sins of this world upon his shoulders. And John the Baptist saw that when he was still walking around with the eyes of faith. Yes, and John the Baptist also ministered with humility. 
knowing his place and stand before his Messiah when Jesus appeared to him. He said in John 3, verse 30, He must increase, but I must decrease. And we'll return to Johann's story in just a moment. So stay with us. You're listening to Connections with Rich and Bobby, and we'd love to connect with you. Just go to our website at Connections with Rich and Bobby. That's all one word, and Bobby is spelled with an I, dot com. That's Connections with Rich and Bobby dot com. You'll find there all of our podcasts, along with all of our contact information. You can also connect with us on social media by friending us on Facebook, post on Instagram, or tweet us on Twitter. Now let's get back to Johan's story as he continues telling of his adventures in Israel. Now living as a completely new person, a child of God who has found the true Messiah, Jesus. Those that come to the United States kind of stereotype the United States as being a Christian land. Uh, when you think of Israel, you think of it being a very holy religious land. Are people there really interested, by and large, in religious things, or are their minds on other things? Are you coming up against folks and witnessing to folks that really have studied the scriptures and know the scriptures and really are seeking the things of, of God? Well, I'll tell you very honestly that um, most people have never really studied for themselves. What they know is what they took over from the teacher at school or with some meetings in the synagogue from the rabbi or from their fathers, but personal investigating if these things are so, very few people do. And uh, they just live very superficial lives and um, they go with the swing and there's very strong powers. Very many young people, they're very much uh, attracted to the occult world. Also, the materialism is rampant. You see, things, things, things. And um, it's not easy to make them think about their eternal destiny. But, by God's grace, He leads me to people with hungry hearts. And so I can only share that it is a work of God. His eyes are going through this world. He brings the hungry to me. And I can give you one example. Not even a mile away from the Iraqi border came a policeman to work in Eilat, in Israel. It was a long distance for him. He came to us, he saw our lives, he picked up an Arabic Bible and read the whole Old Testament. And he realized that Jesus Christ is the promised prophet and not Muhammad. And he counted the cost and he said, I will live for Jesus because he is the promised Messiah. The Old Testament speaks about him and none other. And he gave his life to the Lord Jesus Christ, he was baptized. And I believe that is very encouraging. People can come and maybe they don't know themselves, but God knows who is searching. And I believe that God will bring those who are searching on my path as I open myself up to share about the hope that is in me. 
So I have experienced that even a very famous colonel of the Israeli IDF army hid behind his beautiful uniform. He was a broken man, but he hid behind his beautiful uniform. When he was going on an early pension, he says, Johan, I don't know how to cope because nobody will, you know, salute for me anymore. I said, well, there is, the, there is one that can help you, but his name is Yeshua Mashiach. And by, by God's grace, he saw in Jesus the Messiah. He said to me, the blood of Jesus cleanses me from all my sins. And when I heard him saying that, I jumped for joy because I knew he found the key to life. And life is a person. Truth is a person. The way is a person. It all is combined in this one person, this one name that is given under heaven by which man must be saved. And if this man is brown, black, white or red, it doesn't matter. Because we need to be born again from God's Spirit to enter into His eternal heavens. Not only that, but already today receive a new life. And we'll be continuing to hear from Johan on our next podcast as he tells about not looking back to his past, but moving head-on into his new future, his future, his amazing journey with Christ at his side. So be sure to join us then. And also, if you'd like to find out more about Johann's Schepp and his life story, just go to Program Insights on our website. That's at Connections with Rich and Bobby, all one word and Bobby spelled with an I, dot com. Again, that's at Program Insights at Connections with Rich and Bobby dot com. You've been listening to Connections with Rich and Bobby, and we'd love to have you subscribe to our podcast on this platform or any of the others like iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. It's free. And if you have a smart speaker, you can also listen to us there by simply saying, Alexa, Siri, or Hey Google, play the podcast Connections with Rich and Bobby. And you can connect with us on social media, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. This is Connections, connecting with one another as Romans 1 verse 12 says, that we may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith, both yours and mine. So thank you for listening, and remember, tell others and spread the word, God's word. And don't forget to join us next time on Connections with Rich and Bobby. Bobby.